What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 95 of the Stand Up Guys podcast. I'm your host, Incomparable Zach Jones, joined as always by my brother from the same mother, Lester Jones. Hello, everybody. I was like, is he not going to talk again, (laughs) even though we're on a podcast and this is episode 95? (laughs) And of course, we got the ninth wonder, Chocolate Thunder, eating pussy by the mile like it's going out of style, the clam slurping, tuna burping, no matter how tired, no matter how hurt, forget about water, he only drinks squirt, the phenomenal A.J. Singh. Uh, you know, there's new parts of that that I pick up on every time. Right here. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the, the OGs. That's an old one. <laughs> yeah. There's always something shocking. <laughs> um, all right. Before we get into things, guys, what have you been doing this week? What have you been watching? Anything fun? Anything interesting? And I watched that uh, preview for She-Hulk. Oh, yeah. I saw that, too. Yeah, it looks good, man. They're going to have Bruce Banner in it. They're going to have uh, Benedict Wong come back and rehash his character. And I think people are getting upset about the CGI. You know, they're making a big deal out of it not looking completely real, and there's some issues with it. But I think it looks so good that it's it's actually crossing into the Uncanny, Uncanny Valley because it looks good. You know, like... It's almost so realistic. Like, the Hulk actually looks faker than her to me because he's, like, big and just kind of, you know, like a bulbous monster-looking guy. Whereas right. she's, like, she has still the form and the look of a, a human person, a normal human person, but she's a little bigger. Yeah, I only watched the trailer once, but I didn't notice anything that looked, like, jarring to me. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're familiar with how the Hulk looks and, like, the other things he's been in, I, I didn't think it looked crazy or anything. Yeah, I don't know why people get up in arms over like the smallest little details like this. I mean, we grew up watching cartoons, and, yeah. and there's a big variation of cartoons, too. Some are like old Simpsons cartoons that look really bad. <laughs> you know, now they're much better. But, I mean, you know, this isn't, this isn't going to make me not watch this or make me feel like it's, uh, you know, not up to par. Yeah, and ultimately, like, to me, the story matters more than the visual, I guess. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> as long as it looks fine if, if the story's good I'm, I'm i'm pretty much sold so yeah exactly and i think it's gonna be it seems like it's geared more towards adults <clears throat> just because like there's a little bit of a sexual you know nature to it oh yeah because the end like she was like had that guy in her arm yeah. or whatever yeah yeah so i think oh, it might- yeah, that was gonna that was a weird reference yeah well i mean they said but, <laughs> but she didn't even like hulk out of her blouse so i was kind of disappointed <laughs> Well, she, she yeah, she's like more normal looking than Bruce Banner. She's not yeah, going to be like pretty normal. Yeah, um, I think when it <laughs> comes to it comes to her sexuality, that's something that was in the comics. Like they would, they used to have the, these characters back in the day. They would use them for sexuality and get young kids all excited. Yeah, I've never read She Hulk, but I've heard that there are like runs of the comics where like she's like pretty promiscuous. I don't know yeah. if that's true. Like I don't know. Yeah, they she she controls her sexuality, I guess, you know. She uh she definitely is you know not ashamed of it or anything like that. And uh she also talks to the fourth she breaks the fourth wall a lot too. Before Deadpool did she Oh did right, I've heard there was a run where she did that a lot. So she'll be doing some of that too. So yeah, it'll be similar I guess in that sense. It'd it'd be funny if she hulked out of her blouse, but she just had like hardcore like pecs. <laughs> like those <laughs> bodybuilder women. <laughs> you don't need to blur those. <laughs> I've never gone up to like that sixteen year old kid behind the counter and demanded my money back. <laughs> that might do it. <laughs> <laughs> but and when's that come out august i think i'm not sure i think yeah somewhere around that i think time it's in august yeah 
That's that's around when uh, Thor comes out, right? Like, I think yeah, Thor July. comes out before because I think Thor. July. It's definitely one of the summer months, June or July. I don't remember okay. which. July, I think. Yeah, I think it's July for. Yeah, I got my. Uh, I'm I'm ready to watch Thor. You know, the I'm into this whole Marvel Phase Five. I guess this is four or five. Four, I think <laughs> they might have moved on to five. I don't know. Uh, That's a lot of fucking movies. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, they're setting the stage for the next big baddie, and I'm interested to see who it will be. Oh, for like, yeah, because you could imagine like eventually they'll gear up to another like Avengers movie or something. Yeah, Rick Moranis reprises his role as uh, Lord Helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Is far worse than Thanos ever was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Eternals set up the Celestials, and like now that they're going to eventually bring in the Fantastic Four, you got to imagine that at some point they're going to bring in Galactus. I don't, oh, yeah. so I don't know. Like, I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys watch? You watch anything else? Uh, I don't recall watching anything else. <laughs> Just that trailer, ninety thousand. Yeah. <laughs> I watch a lot of repeats. <laughs> What about you? Uh, I've been doing the the old reality TV. Oh I yeah, got, I got hoarders and I got the pimple popper lady. Oh, so feel- uh, yeah, good eating. Uh- <laughs> it must be satisfying to watch that pimple popper one though. She right? pulls some gross ass shit out of people, like fucking like. I saw a uh, what was that Dirty Jobs with Micro? Oh yeah, he had one where he had to like pop the. The pimples, I guess, on the inside of the skin of like a deer or something. They they would, of course, they were you know like tranquilized. No, they took off the the skin. Like this was, they're making something out of it. Like they're making a hide. Yeah, and uh, they're they're like huge pimples that they had to like get all the pus out of and everything. It was horrible. Yeah, I've seen like skin deer skins. I don't remember ever seeing. (laughs) Yeah, I've never seen a big old like yeah pus sack on them or anything. But yeah, that'd be a little off putting. So, like, these people who are getting their pimples popped, like, why can't they do it? Why do they need a doctor to do it? Well, I guess, like, if you have, like, one of those big ones, like, the one of, like that big or something, like, like all the pus is contained in this sack. Uh-huh. And so if you just pop it and the stack stays, there's the, like, the, the sack stays in under your skin, like, it'll just fill up again. Oh. So, like, she just gives you, like, a little incision. And those types she probably usually pop. But then, like, she pulls a little bag and cuts it out. And oh, wow. Then it doesn't come back. I want to see that. I might check it out just to see what the little bag looks like. Yeah. <laughs> well, she gets some some of that stuff. She gets out whole, like the big like fat tumors and stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, it's got to be satisfying. I feel like you know, getting that horrible thing off your body, like you got to feel a sense of relief. Yeah. The thing is, like, some people have let them go for so long, and they finally get it done. It's like you have to think like I should have done this like decades ago. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy how long people some some people live with those things. My sister had like a giant pimple on her knee in India when she was a kid. <laughs> and like I think two or three of my aunts got together and like popped that thing and like drained it and uh, everything. <laughs> if it, t- it takes multiple ants, it was a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that same trip, I uh, I uh, was using this water pump. This is just tangent, but uh, I was getting my cousin wet. And uh, yeah, I don't know why we're just kids, stupid. And uh, the water pump slipped and like lodged itself right into my arm, like right where the elbow creases right here. And uh, some pus came out of there too, like foamy kind of weird stuff. So I had to go get tetanus shots and stuff. But yeah, (laughs) I've had some decent sized zits, but uh, thankfully no like full on like yeah Hmm. ridiculousness. I remember one time 
like our dog Jake, I was like feeding him like a bone or something. And he didn't mean to, but he accidentally like bit my thumb a little bit. And it like what it, it apparently got infected and I had like this like green like thing like grow on. I just, you know, popped it and it went away, but still it's it's pretty gross. I've got a fingernail every once in a while. It'll start hurting and it's like I've got a small like pus sack in there. I have to pop. But yeah. I don't know. I've had well, I had like infection a couple of times where like my lymph nodes popped out. But only once where I had to get antibiotics. So I had an abscess tooth. I thought I walked in on him watching that that pimple show, and it was weird because like the scene was like the woman I guess like it was Christmas or something. And she's like her her husband also works in the office, so she like called him over. And she's like, look at this cabinet, and like he pulled it out, and there was like the mistletoe above him. And she's like, oh, I got you, and he's like, oh, I guess. And like he only kissed her on the cheek, and he acted like it was like a huge chore. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is very awkward. <laughs> I was like. Maybe he was just camera shy, but that seemed that interaction was bizarre to me. <laughs> Maybe well, she's like a very outgoing, like uh, exuberant she's, type personality. Yeah. But yeah, he's uh, <laughs> she's got his parents in a basement locked away. From <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna kiss me on the cheek now. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. He's like, yeah, you got me. <laughs> it's like, man, this guy. <laughs> Did you guys? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You oh no, go ahead. Um. Did you guys keep up with the uh, Amber Heard Johnny Depp case at all? I've seen clips. I've seen clips of yeah. it. Yeah, not really. I, I think the last thing I saw was him saying that she shit the bed. But then I know like <laughs> she, it was her turn on the stand, and I don't know what was said there. So I, I watched. You get in there with bit. your lawyers, and you're like, I really want to get in the shit the bed thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point of this whole thing. Uh, that's what our case is coughing on. it over and over again. Shit the bed. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, apparently there's another thing. She said that she was going to donate the money that she had won in their last court or their divorce, I guess. So it was like $7 million. She's going to donate that to like different charities. And, uh, he had already been donating some of that money himself, but she had said that, you know, he should give it to her and then she'll donate it, you know, or something like that. And, uh, she said that if he's going to donate, he should donate twice as much because he's just going to get a write off for it. So he might as well donate more. But, uh, so whatever, he ended up paying her the money and, uh, she never donated a cent to any charity. <laughs> she pledged to, but she never did. The Amber Heard Foundation. <laughs> yeah. So they they were talking about that the last time I checked and not a good look. Yeah. Seven, seven M. It's a lot of money. I, I heard there's a rumor that they're like cutting down her role in Aquaman 2 but really that can only help her career <laughs> yeah honestly I think so because like I saw a poll and most people do not want to see her in that movie I, I mean I don't see that yeah, movie. I was, uh, that's what I was going to say I saw the first movie so I don't really want to see that movie <laughs> we might have to on this, for this show but whew, yeah, I don't know it was a hit wasn't it like a billion dollars? oh it, yeah it made it surprisingly like yeah a billion dollars or something uh, and I'm like I don't know why it was not a good movie yeah, I think you made me watch it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have. No, I don't think you ever watched it. I because I was still back home. Oh, when I watched out. the uh, Batman Super. Oh yeah, I made you watch that one, and that yeah, one was you a made turd. Me watch that. That was <laughs> it. Was worse than that, though, wasn't it? Probably. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really been touching that stuff at all. If I could avoid it, uh, some of them are just really bad. Yeah. And then, you know, the whole Ezra Miller story, I think he got arrested, or just like video footage of him getting arrested this time, and it, it's really bad. <laughs> the only, I saw a headline today 
that said like because I guess he's like um, non-binary or whatever, and like one of the cops called him sir, and so he was all butthurt about it. Because, oh like, yeah, he likes to be called they or whatever. Okay, I don't know anything about Ezra Miller, but. He's doing a lot of crazy stuff, apparently. Uh, they are doing all <laughs> they're, yeah, they're doing a lot of crazy stuff. <laughs> they <laughs> seem like a huge Calling asshole. Calling one person yeah. they is so... It, yeah, it, uh, it, it's so unintuitive. Yeah, you gotta get used to that. Yeah, grammatically, it just it's hard to do. Yeah, mm. it doesn't make sense. It's like, you've whoever thought of calling themselves they is like, I want to cast all my people in a really bad light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand they... Pick something else. There's other stuff out there. His Excellency, something like that. Z they got <laughs> Some of them do Zim and Zer, and that's weird too. Oh, I never even heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There's a million. Yeah, there's of different them. different versions. Zim Zer is definitely. But the plural that's ones. I just think that there's something wrong with you if you choose a plural. All of us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll try to acquiesce people's requests, but I want to be, like, be like V and Thine. That would thou. be clear. <laughs> yeah, thou. <laughs> thou, thine. How art thou? <laughs> um, I've been on a bit of a, a sci-fi kick this last uh, couple weeks. So I finished uh, Picard season two. Uh, it, it was okay. I, I didn't like it as well as season one. but Well, weren't they, do- they... They were doing weekly release, right? I don't think I've seen the finale yet. I don't know, but the finale is there. I, I've, I watched it. And like... Yeah, I didn't like it as much as season one. It's definitely got some some kind of logic things where you kind of scratch your head and go, oh, all right. Um, now, one thing you didn't mention that I know you watched, and I watched it now, too, is uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which is the new... Yeah, uh, I've seen two episodes of that. Yeah, same. And I, I like it because unlike Discovery and Picard, it's it's actually less serialized. It's like kind of one and done yeah, self-contained yeah. episodes and i like that i think it's making it maybe a stronger show yeah i think sometimes you don't want like the the continuous stuff because it's just like you're doing it all the time and you're like you forget where you're at but if you there's shows where you can just like pick it up and watch one it doesn't matter yeah there is something kind of nice about that yeah i feel like i've been watching like nothing but serialized shows yeah. and like and i do love them but yeah me too but yeah. There's a bit of fatigue there. Yeah, it is refreshing a little bit to get a, you know, a kind of one and done type of show. And then um, I also started watching Halo. I watched Ooh. the first four episodes, I think. What do you think of it? You know what? I like it so far. Oh, okay, okay. But, you know, I, I well, I've heard people... See, the thing is, is like, I've never owned an Xbox and I, I've never played Halo. So, like, I know nothing about Halo. I, I've That's seen, a good place to start. Yeah, I've, some people <laughs> online have been like, you know complaining that it's not really reminiscent of the games but for me i'm like i i don't know fuck about halo so like the thing uh, is what i'd like it to be reminiscent about running around and shooting it's, uh, <laughs> it's like well, I, we had to insert some plots sorry but in the games like there is a you know sure overarching story, story right? that yeah. you know apparently some people are invested in and enjoy i played all three games or i think there's more now but i played three of them when i was a kid and I can't for the life of me put together the story myself. <laughs> what the story is. <laughs> I know there's like an alien covenant and they're fighting them and there's these halos that they can't tell are good or bad till the end. But yeah, I don't remember much else. I know Cortana, she kind of seems like she could be a love interest. I don't know. Yeah, they just uh, introduced her in like the last episode I watched. Um, she's like uh, an AI or whatever. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I'm definitely into to finish out the season. I will say, like, there was like um, in episode one, like they kick it off. It has a lot of action in it, and like they did at one point, like switch to first person and like show him like shooting like the enemy. And I'm like, they probably didn't need to do that. Like we all get that this is from a first person shooter, but I mean, no big deal. But uh, I was like, yeah, I don't know if they needed to do that. Mm. <laughs> But uh, but no, I'm enjoying it. So I'll definitely uh, watch the rest and report back. I did. Uh, I recall I watched a really bad movie this week. It was Ooh. called uh, Twisted Pair by Neil Breen. Oh, I, I know who he is simply from watching like a few of those red letter media yeah. like <laughs> things where they watch and like. Is that guy? Is that guy like rich somehow? How does he keep making these? I mean, they're low budget as fuck movies, but like, how does he keep making these? I think he's like an architect or a realtor and architect, something like that. He he's made his money doing something else, <laughs> uh, made some pretty good money, I think. And uh, yeah, he's just funding his own movies, and he's also he he did. I saw like a thing where he was trying to get investors for his movies too. I mean, is he? Is he aware that, like, he's a bad actor and, like, people watch these because he's a bad actor? Like, I don't... I could never tell if he's self-aware. <laughs> From watching him so far and, like, watching his... I didn't watch the whole video, but there's, like, a five-hour video of how to make movies by him. Ooh, so, I think I he takes himself pretty seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, watching him act is hilarious man this guy would even when he's angry he's sad it's all the same like <laughs> he's just the same monotone guy and he plays like two twin brothers in this movie. i was gonna say give us the plot breakdown of <laughs> twisted pair yeah so yeah he plays two twin brothers um they're both uh from childhood raised to be like the perfect weapon by the government <laughs> and course. uh or i don't even know if it's government they were both like beamed up by something some beings that like made them humanoid creatures like basically robotic and human okay and they're like the the master assassins greatest you know weapons and uh he'll repeat that throughout the whole movie <laughs> and uh his brother isn't very successful on his missions though so he's like you know he he's sent away they're like oh we're gonna take away your powers and you're just gonna go back to normal life but he, of course, you know, has all his powers and everything. His brother becomes like this jaded uh, villain, I suppose. Where he's like getting revenge on uh, bad people in society, you know. Just like kind of his, his other movie. Like he keeps getting these corporate big shots who are ruining society. And, you know, <laughs> these, these bad actors. So uh, his brother is like uh, collecting these bad, bad actors and like putting them in some sort of basement chained up. And they they get they die over time slowly, I guess. <laughs> It's it's really bad because like <laughs> you can't tell what's going on in this movie. Where did you find this movie? I found it on uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, but I mean, they I, have a lot of movies. Yeah. And a lot of they have a bad stack. They have know? a whole selection of terrible movies. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, maybe we should actually review one of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually bought a Steven Seagal. I don't want to put money in Steven Seagal's pocket, but this thing is a gem, man. <laughs> like. <sighs> They got yeah. Steven Seagal's done some really really bad. Him and Bruce Willis both are just making tons of bad movies. If only Neil Breen could direct them, and well, and Steven Seagal could co-star. <laughs> oh <movie>. yeah. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that would be amazing. They'd have to have a fight each other over who was the big pr- protagonist, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, the sad thing about Bruce Willis is if he was just doing like as many of those as he could, like because he's got like that brain condition or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, they, it came out like a, I don't know, month or so back that he, he has like some sort of like, I I don't think it's quite like Alzheimer's, but like, I think it's related to like dementia or something. And basically, it's making it hard for him to uh, like uh, communicate and like. Yeah, it affects your speech or something like he can't, he's, he's losing his ability. Yeah, and I think it affects like memory and things too. So. Okay. So I think he just basically was like, well, well, I still kind of can. I'll just like, you know, get in all these like shitty low budget yeah. movies and make as much money as I possibly can. I, I could see that. Yeah. I would do the same thing. Uh, but yeah, I just saw some clips of those Neil Breen movies and I was like, whoa, <laughs> wow. And it's funny because they all have like, anytime there's like an explosion or something, it's like those really bad like plug-in effects, oh, yeah. which is like shitty. You know? It was the same explosion throughout the whole movie. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's a scene where he's saving soldiers, like American soldiers. And by the way, it looks like they're in America fighting somebody. Like they're in some just suburban like area fighting. And he goes into this building and he's like, stay behind me. I'll protect you. They can't hurt me. And there's obviously two different like films. Like one is like of soldiers. And then he's just like on top of that. Like he's not in the same image or anything. <laughs> and like they would pause the soldier. So they would all stand in one spot like this. Like you could tell it's paused. And he would move around first and be like, all right, I'm protecting you. And he'd go into a different room. Then they hit play again, let those soldiers move. <laughs> oh, my God. Was, it, this goes on for, like, a few minutes. It's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, a lot of this movie is that. Like, where he's just, like, what do you call it? Superimposed, like, in oh, front of things. Right. So, like, all the footage is of something else. And he's just, you know, magically in the room with all that <laughs> stuff. There's, like, scientists doing research on, like, these holographic screens. And he, like, and he, like, Puts himself in there. He's just like next to the scientist. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm looking at the same thing. Obviously, nobody's in, like, he's not supposed to be in that image. Nobody's recognizing him or anything. <laughs> but, yeah, I love him for trying, man. He's fun. <laughs> Neil Breen is a lot of fun. <laughs> and he's you can tell, like, his heart's in the right place. <laughs> like, he's trying to show you that these bad actors out there who are hurting society need to be addressed, you know? <laughs> I I still think you need to watch Laquisha for us and report back. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I just remember seeing that that trailer and being yeah. like, I can't believe this is a real thing. Yeah, man. I mean, some people just really need an acting job because I was surprised he could get anybody in that movie with him. I'm still like... A part of me can't believe that the How Did This Get Made guys have not done that movie yet. Yeah, that's true. Because that seems like a prime candidate. Yeah. If absolutely. ever there was one. I mean, if they could do a Megalodon, then they can definitely do Laquisha. Yeah. <laughs> I think they even did Velocipaster. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that on Prime. <laughs> you watched Velocipaster? I didn't watch it. Oh. I saw it was on there. <laughs> I did watch this kind of shitty one called Vibes, starring Jeff Goldblum and... Uh, God, what's her name? She's a singer. A Cindy Lauper. Oh, what? <laughs> wow. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Yeah. Never even heard of that. <laughs> yeah, they were like psychics who somehow... It must have been made in the 80s, got right? Sent to, yeah, it had, yeah, had to have been 80s. 
mid eighties. <laughs> I think actors like go out of their way to like suppress movies so that nobody ever sees them again. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody should be doing it. <laughs> and then Amazon comes along and we're gonna like we're gonna save all these for, <laughs> <laughs> for guys like me. <laughs> Man, like before streaming like really took off, like it, it would be funny to be like in a Walmart and just kind of browse their videos and you'd always see like that man, dollar bin. Well you'd see like Man, this movie has like big stars in it, and I've never fucking heard of it. It's, you know that's what their thing is like. They made it; it fucking sucks. They're like, this isn't going to the theaters, but we got to make some money off of it. We'll put it on video, hope for the best, and just like not make a big thing about it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, you hear about Chaos Walking? Like they didn't want to release that movie for a while too, with Tom Holland and Daisy. Ridley. I know of it, and like I've seen that it's on Hulu. I've never watched, it, and I've heard it's pretty terrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I've seen the breakdowns of it, and it sounds pretty terrible. I remember I watched a trailer to it, and I was like, this doesn't look very good. And like, there was like a weird thing where like you could hear their thoughts. Yeah, yeah, the guys. <laughs> you can hear all the guys' thoughts. Yeah. I was like, man, that movie's not realistic. Because if you made a movie like that, it'd be a lot worse. <laughs> guys would be saying the stupidest stuff. <laughs> like, boy, I'd like to do that to her, you know, <laughs> like the worst. You know, I, I actually really like Daisy Ridley's performance in the Star Wars movies, but has she really been in anything else that was like a hit? I thought she was like a newer actress, so I haven't really seen her or anything else. Yeah, I mean, I think Force Awakens was like her big break. Like That was f like four or five years ago? That was 2015. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen her in much, but I mean, I think she, she's got a name for herself. I think she could probably get a project if she wanted one. Yeah, I assume she's been in some stuff. I just haven't really heard much. Yeah. Um... Boy, guys, anything else you want to talk about before we get into the show? That's all I can think of. What? That's all I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, anyone who hasn't watched or listened, we're going to go around the table. Everybody's going to bring a, a story uh, they found, and uh, we'll see if we can't make something funny and or entertaining out of it. And as tradition dictates, I believe, AJ, we usually start with you. So what do you got for us? This one hits uh, pretty close to home. You know, uh, Indian couple longing for grandchild Sue's son and his wife. <laughs> <laughs> a retired Indian couple is suing their son and daughter-in-law, demanding they produce a grandchild within a year or pay them 50 million rupees, which is $675,000. Sanjeev Ranjan Prasad, a 61-year-old retired government officer, said it was an emotional and sensitive issue for him and his wife, Sadhana Prasad, and they cannot wait any longer. His son, a pilot, was married six years ago. We want a grandson or a granddaughter within a year or compensation because I haven't spent because I've spent my life's earnings on my son's education. Prasad told reporters on Thursday. Six hundred fifty thousand dollars to become a pilot. Well, let's see. He's going to say. Okay, yeah, let's get Prasad it. said he spent three point five million rupees, forty seven thousand three hundred dollars for his son's pilot training in the United States. The main issue is that at this age we need a grandchild, but these people, my son and his granddaughter, <laughs> or, I mean, my son and his daughter and daughter in law, um, have an attitude that they don't think about us. Prasad said, <laughs> "We got him married in the hope that he would have the pleasure of become, if we would have the pleasure of becoming grandparents. It has been six years since their marriage." Prasad said it feels as if despite everything we have nothing uh the court accepted their petition and scheduled it for a hearing on monday in Har haridwar a city of northern Uttarakhand state uh the son and daughter-in-law could not be reached for comment prasad said he and his wife love children we are not getting love and affection from where we want it most he said i feel very unlucky i mean <laughs> it's it's cute in a way you know it's sweet 
But it's also like messed up in several ways. And so if the kids lose, or is the judge be like, I sentence you to fuck. Snoo, <laughs> 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 snoo. <snoo-snoo. laughs> Better off. <laughs> Might set a bad precedent for you if they if they win. Yeah, right. <laughs> My mom's trying to get me to go to India too. <laughs> it's a setup. It's, it's, it's definitely a setup. It's a trap. <laughs> She's gonna be like, "There's a precedent now." <laughs> we have some nice ladies over here. Oh, you can pay me three million dollars. You got a year. <laughs> but yeah, I thought this was just a funny little story. <laughs> it's cute because the grandparents really want a grandkid, but you know, at the same time. It's kind of selfish. <laughs> yeah, what must their kids like think? Like <laughs> that they took it this far. Yeah, this. I'm surprised the court is hearing this out. They're like, yeah, I know. Okay. What kind of court do they have in India that they're wasting time on? Got to slip them a few bucks. <laughs> yeah, they must have bribed them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> Oh, man. Anything else on that one? No, that's it. All right. Manifesto round one. Mom left husband of 14 years for soulmate, only to be rejected. (laughs) So here's the story. Like, they go out on, like, a dinner date with, like, a group of people, and they're all at this table or whatever. And, like, she's sitting over here quietly, like, making eyes at this dude. And they end up, like, they have a good conversation or whatever through the night. She decides that he's her soulmate. And so... Like, they go home, like, a month goes by. She hasn't even talked to the guy, and she decides to leave her husband for him. So she cuts off her marriage, and she goes out to find this guy, and he's like, no. (laughs) I don't understand, like, the baseline thought process of this woman, like, where she's coming from to where this seems like a good idea. Well, I, apparently they had chemistry at this dinner meeting. One dinner. One you know. dinner. That's nuts, man. There's people I've had great conversations with I've never thought about again in my life. Yeah. Like, wow, <laughs> that was a nice conversation. Yeah. And that was it. Time for bed. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, she, I mean, look, it sounds like she's not happy with her marriage then. Maybe that was the main... It, it was probably like foot out the door, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just that um, she went with like... Most people might test the ground, at least, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just be like, I'm going for it. See you later, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new man. <laughs> and it just closes the door I, in your face. I hope she didn't have her heart too set on that. <laughs> like, them working out. Well, you know how some people are, like, just, like, retarded, like, we're soulmates, like, instantly? Yeah. Actually, your sister's friend just had one of those. Oh, yeah, yeah. She fell in love after two weeks. And then there are falling apart because somebody <laughs> he's still talking to other talk girls. to somebody else on what, what on is like it tinder, tinder or something? yeah uh, i was gonna ask you about that so let me actually let me throw you guys this uh, my money was on there they were gonna get over it and be like retarded in love again yeah i think they're getting over <laughs> it that, that's what's <laughs> stupid people figure it out a way let me throw a scenario though <laughs> yeah let's say you go out with someone let's say you go out with them three times and and it's going good like three great dates you're going in for date number four, but right before date number four, like she calls her, she's on the phone with her sister or something, and she refers to you guys as soulmates. Like she's using that language. Oh, I, my soulmate's here. How much does this concern you? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be concerned for sure. Like, because yeah. like that means that this person could emotionally quickly, you know, th- they're unstable in that sense. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
But uh, if we've had really good conversations and stuff, then I wouldn't want to cut them out completely either. I guess I'd try to see. I'd wait for that moment where they it blows up in my face, <laughs> where yeah. it goes too far. Yeah. <laughs> You're just sitting in the background like a horror film. <laughs> if I don't move, they can't see me. Uh, but yeah, some people break out the soulmate pretty quickly. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Infatuation happens fast, but like, right. Yeah, it's easy to not know somebody. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it is infatuation, and that's really uh, that's a double edged. I don't get why we get that because like it, it makes us give us this false sense of like relationship we have. Well, I think nature like doesn't really care. Nature's just like. You guys need to get in this and fuck, and if it goes to shit after that, oh yeah, then it's like, yeah, no, no worries. There's other fish in the sea. (laughs) 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 Like, you need to knock this one out, buddy. Do it for Mm. your parents. So we're just fooling ourselves into fucking. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, we just get like a ton of like, you know, those feel good chemicals when we meet somebody, Mm. and we're just like, "Yeah, yeah, this is great. Gosh, a total stranger becomes the greatest person in the world. That's nuts. All right. Well, I got a a story here you can eat dinner to. A worm swarm bursts out of a man's butt and burrows under his skin. Uh, This is your first and last chance to escape. Believe us, this story will get disgusting. Uh, If you're still reading, let's uh, take a little stroll down memory lane. Parasitic worms have plagued humanity as long as there have been humans. And in ages past, people have infected themselves with them for dieting. Luckily, modern medicine has made treating worm infections relatively easy, but occasionally you still get a disturbingly massive case of creepy crawlies living up people's bottoms. We present to you the gross case of a 64-year-old Spanish man. Doctors diagnosed him with a rare case of hyperinfection with a certain roundworm. They made that discovery when the worms emerged from his butt in a gigantic swarm, and then they started visibly writhing around under his skin. Um, the case of the worm-riddled Spaniard <laughs> was detailed in a recent issue of the New England Journal of Medicine. But before we get into the grossness, we need to give you some context on how the situation got this bad. To begin with, the poor guy isn't exactly well. The doctors explained that the worm incident happened as the man was getting treated for cancer. According to ARS Technica, the man suffers from metast- uh, metastasis. How do you pronounce that word? Metastic? Metastasize? Uh, okay. Lung cancer. In case you're unaware of what that means, it's not good. Uh, metastasis means that the cancer has started creating malignant tumors everywhere in the body, not just in the location it originated from. In such a severe situation, cancer can easily start negatively affecting can start negatively affecting your immune system. Not only that, the doctors had put the Spanish man on a high dose of glucocorticoid due to a tumor pressing on his spinal cord. This is a drug that further suppresses the body's immune responses. So the man's immune system is already barely working, and then uh, there's his profession. The man works in sewage management. Oh, yeah, no, you got (laughs) to... You got to back away. <laughs> we probably don't need to tell you that coming into contact with human waste can cause all kinds of conditions. For example, if you uh, it could infect you with a uh, roundworm, strongyloid stercoralis. We're going to call these worms uh, strongies for this story, just because they will come up again. 
So our man is in the hospital getting treated for his difficult cancer. Suddenly, he began to have some strange issues. The doctors first noticed that the man was having some mild diarrhea. That in itself is nothing out of the ordinary when getting cancer treatment. However, he also soon developed a raised, itchy rash around his, well, his butt. And then all the horror broke loose. The rash with bizarre wavy skin lesions soon began to spread from the man's butt zone. The red squiggly shapes moved all over the man's body and into his limbs. Flabbergasted by having an idea of what was going on, the doctors marked some of the shapes on the man's skin with a pen. When they checked him 24 hours later, the squiggles had moved even further. Yep, it was a massive horde, horde of strongies visibly squirming back and forth underneath the man's skin. They also explained this uh, strangely elevated white blood cell counts the doctors had been seeing uh, for three years. They just probably thought it was because of his cancer. Luckily, the doctor had some uh, ivermectin on hand. You know, the anti-parasitic medicine some people have been poisoning themselves in hopes to attempt to treat COVID. Uh, the good news is that while the drugs do jack for COVID, they work on worms really well. The doctor soon noticed that the man's diarrhea and worm rash had significantly improved. Living in a worm's paradise, um, it's no wonder this unfortunate, unfortunate gentleman caught such a bad case of worm infection. His condition and job made his body practically a paradise for the parasites. First of all, as a sewage worker, he was undoubtedly exposed to strong E eggs. The thing uh, about them is that you don't even need to swallow them. You could just accidentally inhale a couple of eggs. As you then cough, the worm larvae will travel to your stomach. There, they will make their way into the intestines, grow up, and start reproducing. This is quite likely what happened to the Spanish man. And since his cancer was wreaking havoc on his immune system, his body wasn't able to fight back against the parasites. As a result, the worms reach a state the doctors call auto-infection. Essentially, the worm's larvae came out of, in the man's poop and then burled under the skin around his anus. From there, they had free reign to squirm their way around on his body, as if the cancer wasn't enough on its own. Poor, poor guy. You would think he would kind of feel him squirming around, but maybe not. Well, like it was in his intestine up to a certain point, right? Right, but he, I mean, you'd think when he like shit him out and then they were like right around his asshole and then they started burrowing under his skin. Yeah, you'd that, think he like that'd be a good time to wipe him away. Yeah. You would have thought he would have felt something. Yeah, that, was, that would definitely seem like it'd be irritating. <clears throat> have but, you ever watched any of those parasite shows? Maybe that's what I'll watch when the... I was like, do they have parasite shows? I saw one, like, yeah, yeah. I think it was like a nature show, like, where this guy got something up his penis, like a parasite. Uh. And he said for 70, 72 hours, he was just pissing and crapping in the woods by himself. Like, he lost 75 pounds in three days, I think. <laughs> so he went from, like, 240-something to, like, 100-something pounds. Yeah. Man, I mean... I don't think I want to lose weight that way, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to lose weight, but dang, not that way. <laughs> I remember walking up on somebody watching one of those shows, and, like, I was eating something. I wasn't really thinking about it. And, like, somebody had, like, it looked like a boil on their neck. And the doctor went, and, like. You got to get closer to the mic. The doctor went and squeezed it like a pimple, and, like, this big-ass grub came out of their neck. I was like, ugh. That was real? <laughs> yeah. That one was nasty. <laughs> There's some nasty shit out there. Man, there's so many. Like, I don't get how bugs can live inside the body like that. Like, I've heard of spiders and people's ears. And, yeah. Oh well, like, gosh. some, like, insects will, like, they'll put their eggs, like, under your skin. Alexa, shut up. Alexa, shut up.
<laughs> Alexa is our mom. <laughs> it is weird that she takes off talking sometimes. Yeah, I don't think I said the name. I don't know what I said. Yeah. How do we trigger her? <laughs> you were talking about the parasite and the guy's penis. Like, that reminded me of this story I heard on another podcast I was listening to. Actually, maybe I should have tracked down that story that <laughs> we could have talked about it here. But apparently this guy um, got, like, a priopism, which is, like, a just a boner that, like, won't go away. But he didn't take Viagra. He actually took sleeping pills, and he just had an adverse reaction to them. Like, it's a rare thing. Hmm. But he ended up getting this, like, unstoppable boner. And he went to the doctor, and he said they ended up having to stab his dick with needles, like something like fifty or sixty times, like to drain the to drain blood. It. Yeah, yeah, that would not be fun. <laughs> <laughs> they have to do that. Like, would he die if he didn't do that? It, I, it can fuck you up. Like, if you, if you're like hard for too long, I don't know exactly like what the consequence of would happen if you were hard for. You know, a really long time, but apparently it's not good for you. Yeah, he should have had like a quick two weeks, two weeks stint in the porn industry. <laughs> uh, just make as much as he could real quick and get out. I guess like he even like you know his first instinct was to like you know jerk one out and yeah. hope that it went would go down, but he did that and it didn't go down. <laughs> you just fall asleep with a gigantic heart. <laughs> It's hard to pee with a boner, too. You just spraying it everywhere. It's just a pee in a shower. <laughs> He's just spraying it everywhere. But yeah, that, uh, that would be a bad day. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, AJ, story number two. All right, what do I want to, what do I want to go with? Let's go with... Okay. Uh, for one woman, pregnancy was not enough to prove motherhood. After taking a DNA test, Lydia Fairchild of Washington State was shocked to find that she was not the mother of her own child, the same child that she remembers conceiving, caring, and giving birth to. What had gone wrong? As a struggling single mother of two with a third child on the way, Fairchild with then 26 years old, decided to apply for government assistance. In order to qualify, Fairchild was required to undergo DNA testing to prove that she was the mother of, the ch of children uh, for whom she was claiming. Uh, when the test results came back, her world was shattered by an incredible revelation. She was not the mother of her two children. Now facing criminal charges for fraud, Fairchild was ordered to have a court representative be present at, a birth of, at the birth of her third child for an immediate DNA test, which revealed the same results. Further DNA analysis showed that Fairchild was more like an aunt to her children than a mother, but Fairchild didn't have a sister. Then the discovery of a similar case in Boston brought to light another possibility. It turned out that Fairchild had a rare genetic condition known as Chimera. Essentially, she had a twin in her own body. Uh, Graham Noble has more, more on this condition. Those are rare individuals, uh, dubbed Chimeras, had started out as twins in the early stage of pregnancy. One of the twins has merged with, uh, been absorbed by, uh, one could almost say the other twin. The cells of the consumed twin, however, did not disappear and remained alive in one concentrated area of the sibling, sibling's body. In essence, the human chimera is one person made up of two separate sets uh, of genetic material. They are, in fact, their own twins. Fortunately, once Fairchild's condition was discovered, all charges were dropped and her case was dismissed. I actually knew of this condition only because of watching CSI. <laughs> Oh, because there was one where like, I, I believe the guy was like a rapist, but like they kept testing his DNA and like, it, you know, there wasn't a match. And then finally Grissom, he put it together. 
this guy was a chimera, and he figured it out. The perfect <laughs> crime. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what it is. I don't think Sherlock ever co- covered a rape case. <laughs> Did he? I don't know. You got a lot of cases, right? <laughs> Had to have come across a rape. They didn't care about rape back in those days. Yeah, that was like... Okay, rape. so what's yeah. new? <laughs> you want to get raped again? Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give me your attitude. <laughs> Elementary, my dear Watson. <laughs> she was banged. <laughs> yeah, that's the story. <laughs> All right, manifesto round two. Uh, man dies of heart attack while trying to bury girlfriend's body after he murdered her. I heard about this. Yeah, so the story the story is like he strangled her and like cut her up, put her in bags. Uh, like he dug a hole in the backyard or whatever in the garden. He put her in there and like he had a heart attack like while as he was like burying her. <laughs> uh, Murder is hard work. Yeah. <laughs> Like, damn, I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> See, if you're going to murder somebody, be in shape, guys. Yeah. Do your cardio. Yeah, yep. <laughs> or buy a little tractor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to plan ahead. <laughs> Make her dig the grave. <laughs> That's yeah. what he should have done. That would have been thinking. <clears throat> That's dark. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I heard about that story, but I did hear about it. Uh, anything else on that one? No. Um, Washington City ordered to pay a $125,000 settlement to cat accused of killing dozens of pets. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, read that again? Okay. Confused. Washington City ordered to pay a $125,000 settlement to cat accused of killing dozens of pets. Um, yeah, defamation it's been, case. It's been a while since I read this, but let's see. Yeah, this, I'm, I'm <laughs> way confused still. Meet Miss Miska. She's a tabby cat living in Bellevue, Washington. Miska also has been embroiled in lawsuits for the past eight years. That's because she's a homicidal sociopath, allegedly, like all cats. Uh, since 2014, Miska has been uh, slapped with various court orders from alleg- uh, for allegedly committing cruel and horrendous atrocities on her neighborhood's other animals. According to complaints, Miska has allegedly killed at least dozens of pets. We're emphasizing the alleged nature of these crimes because even if Miska had... Uh, committed them. Her court case has taken a surprise turn. In early May, the city of Bellevue and King County were ordered to pay a $125,000 settlement to Anna Daniele, Miska's owner. Uh, why? Not because her cat was proven innocent, but because Danelli's lawyers managed to prove governmental overreach. Uh, let's take a step back and see how we got there. I need to get a cat and train it to start killing other animals. <laughs> yeah. so. Uh, complaints about Miska's alleged misdemeanors have been flooding into King County's regional animal services for the past decade, according to My Northwest. The first complaints date back to 2012. At that time, a resident in Miska's neighborhood filed a complaint about the cat stalking their dog. We're not sure what she did, but in light of the later accusations, the dog got off easy. In 2014, another neighbor made uh, much more serious allegations. According to them, Miska had left the neighbor's rabbits with their ears and tails ripped off through the wire of their hutches. The same neighbor also claimed that at that time they had been going on for at least seven years. The complaint said that Miska had killed dozens of animals over those years, including rabbits, chickens, and ducks. According to another report, Miska again slaughtered dozens of pets uh, just 
over the summer of 2019. Put together, we're dealing with potentially close to 100 dead animals. Bad as that sounds, we have to ask, how many pets are there in this neighborhood? Animal Control, however, took the claim seriously. Uh, Their measures started in 2014 when they gave Miska a confinement order. Animal Control officials ordered Daniele to keep Miska inside or in an area secured with a padlock, or leashed if she was outside. However, Daniele did not comply as she said being stuck inside would make Miska unhappy. She filed an appeal uh, against the confinement order a month later, claiming she'd see six other unconfined cats prowling the neighborhood. One of them closely resembled Miska in stripes and coloring, Daniele claimed. Could it be that another cat altogether was behind the killings? Who knows? Still, in 2015, Daniele uh, momentarily agreed to sign surrender forms for her cat. However, when animal rescue workers later came to pick Miska up, Daniele refused to hand the animal over. This was extremely frustrating to us as we were ready to get Miska into a home where uh, she was not free roaming. Months of correspondence and then determining a great new home uh, came to nothing. Christine Alessio, director of Savannah Cat Rescue, told My Northwest in 2015. Over the years, the complaints and fines have been steadily rolling in. By this time, Miska reportedly has more than 30 cited violations and has accrued more than $30,000 in outstanding fines. But <laughs> That's how you know the government's just gone way too far. <laughs> that is a lot. Uh, but neither Miska nor Daniele may ever have to pay for the cat's alleged crimes. It seems that Daniele has won her countersuit. The case has gotten so overblown that Daniele and her lawyers have an entire website dedicated to documenting its developments. They left no stone unturned in trying to absolve Miska of her alleged sins. Miska is the most uh, prosecuted cat in King County. And in the city of Bellevue, summarized Daniele's attorney, John Zimmerman, in 2020. Now it seems their efforts have paid off. The court have determined that the city of Bellevue and King County overreached their authority in trying to bring the judge's gavel down in Miska. Uh, You see, it turns out that Daniele's neighbor is an animal control manager for King County. That means he's directly involved with the complaints about the cat, which, according to Daniele's lawyers, was a conflict of interest. Additionally, the lawyers pointed out that King County revamped its laws about domestic cats in 2016, but the city of Bellevue didn't. Consequently, King County's regional animal services didn't have any authority to operate in the city. The court sided with Daniele and have now ordered Bellevue and King County to pay her a $125,000 settlement. In addition, the years of legal wrangling have cost Bellevue $25,000. That's one expensive cat. Also, we feel like we should point out that in October 2020, Miska had reportedly been missing for several months. Man, I would be pissed to find out that my city, you know, would pay that much money for these kind of lawsuits. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, my tax money is going to pay outrageous, like, settlements to cats. To cats? (laughs) That cat kind of reminds me of, like, killer whales, the way they act. They're kind of jerks to everybody, too, like. They do whatever they want to anything. Yeah, I mean, cats are hunters, so... And they, they are kind of like their own apex, right? They used to be, anyway. Yeah. I guess, like, our aunts had, like, a big cat out in the country and killed their neighbor's chihuahua, so... Yeah. What happened? <laughs> just, she get in trouble? Chased him down and killed him. No, they saw it happen, but the neighbor didn't know, and they're like, we'll just keep this to ourselves. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what kind of cat was it? Bobcat? Uh, no, it, it was a... It was a normal house cat, but it was like a, just large. Oh, okay. Yeah, man, that reminds me of a cat my grandparents 
had once and luckily it eventually ran away because that thing was a little fucking asshole like i think they actually found i think it was just a wild cat they found as a kitten but that thing would claw the shit out of me and like i was i wasn't doing anything to it it would just like run up and claw the shit out of me (laughs) and man yeah that cat sucked But yeah, I mean, like if I if I had like animals in my backyard and some cat kept coming in and trying to kill them, I think I'd probably just be like, "Well, I got your number, buddy. My my rabbits are gonna be fine after today." Yeah, I would have thought somebody would have killed that cat. Yeah. If this was Montana where we're from, somebody would have killed yeah. that cat. <laughs> At least give him like a peppering of a uh, rock salt or something. Yeah. Give him something to think about. Cats kind of have a reputation of being jerks. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> just randomly, some of them are assholes. Yeah. I mean, some of them are are sweet enough, but like, yeah. yeah, some of them, boy, are real assholes. I wonder why they even took that cat in. It was such a piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's like, oh, you see this wild cat out here? I'm gonna take it home. I remember I'm teach it to be a civilized. How did he get that cat home? <laughs> I, I remember one time my grandpa was. Uh, cutting its nails and he had to hold it with a welding glove oh, and that yeah. thing was going fucking nuts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would not be part of that oh <laughs> awful cats <laughs> um whose turn is it what time are we at we're at 55 minutes so can get a couple more stories in uh yeah aj i think it's your turn uh, prehistoric worms discovered in Siberia were revived after thousands of years, study said. In man's anus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so here, this is the claim, Russian t- scientists revived prehistoric worms. Scientists may not have the technology to bring back the dead, but one post circulating on social media claims worms frozen for more than a millennium came back to life after a simple thaw. Russian scientists defrosted several prehistoric worms, which were frozen in Arctic permafrost for around 40,000 years. Uh, the graphic claims uh, that claims two of the worms collected began moving and eating after being left uh, to thaw. One worm was reportedly around 32,000 years old, while the other worm was around 41,700 years old. The graphic also includes a picture of the animals that looks like a looks like picture of an animal that looks like a worm, but with a monstrous gaping mouth with many sharp teeth. The Facebook post received more than 1,900 interactions on the platform within four days, according to CrowdTangle, a social media analytics tool. While resurrecting prehistoric worms may sound like the plot of a sci-fi movie, a study says that it did happen back in 2015. Uh, the worms mentioned in the Facebook post were discovered in 2015 in a region of northeastern Siberia called Yakutia. Uh, other ancient preserved animals have been found in the area, including the frozen remains of 50,000-year-old extinct cave lion cub. Uh, in collaboration with, the Princeton, Uni- with Princeton University, uh, Russian scientists isolated the worms after analyzing over 300 soil samples collected from the Arctic permafrost. The two worms, both female, came from two, un- two known species called Panagram... Grim Panagrolamus, Detrifagus, and Plectus parvus. Uh, scientists estimated one specimen was around 32,000 years old, the other one was 41,000, that's repeating. These estimates were based off of radiocarbon dating of these sites where worms were recovered. Uh, according to a 2017 paper by the Russian uh, research group, after spending several weeks throwing a petri dish at 68 degrees, the resurrected worms reportedly moved around, ate food, and even cloned new family members. Worms known scientifically as nematodes and their close relative, the tardigrade, have been known to weather se- severe environmental conditions. Some have been uh, 
revived after being dormant for 30 to 39 years, but there's been no record of these worms surviving over millennia. This has some scientists concerned over whether the creatures are actually tens of thousands of years old, or if, there have, if there's been a potential contamination with con contemporary samples. Okay, so I was understandably incredulous to read this. 41,000 years is unheard of in terms of organisms surviving deep freeze by orders of magnitude, tweeted Jacqueline Gill, a paleo ecologist at the University of Maine. Gill noted that while 32,000-year-old plant seeds have successfully bloomed into flowers, it was trickier to confirm the nematodes originated that long ago. She pointed out that the Russian scientists had dated the permafrost samples, not the nematodes themselves, and that the samples weren't sieved or eggs or adult worms. They took one or two grams of frozen soil, added liquid nematode, and heated it to room temperature for several weeks. The, this is crucial because from what I can tell reading this paper, we have no supporting evidence that the nematodes originated in the sediment and aren't modern contamination. Uh, 3D model. We'll get to the main outcome so their outcome is that you know despite like the uh reservations that other scientists have uh they said that there's missing context but the claim that the russian scientists revived prehistoric worms uh they think it's true they they did uncover two worms that were estimated to be around 32,000 years old and 41,007 years old based on the dating of the soil samples they were found in so i mean i don't know it might be true there's some uh other people who are not not so sure there's researchers but i mean reviving something after thirty-one thousand years yeah it's pretty crazy a li like a worm like a living i've heard of tardigrades that they could like uh take all their moisture basically become like a very dry and solid state and they could survive for a long time like that <clears throat> but uh worms these are more complex creatures you know these are bigger these are i don't know if you can do it to worms then maybe you can do it to something else who knows man you ever see like you know, like close up, like, you know, under a telescope of like some of those like microscopic creatures and they look like so eldritch, like some of them have like, you know, like you were talking about like the round mouth and just like a bunch of like teeth. Yeah. And just like, they look like alien fucking creatures. What are those ones called that kind of look like a bear? Tardigrades. That, that is that is what it is? Okay. Yeah, they're also called water bears. But yeah, you're right. They, If these things were enormous, I remember one time I was in a science class in sixth grade and we had to get like water out of our water hoses and like look at that water to see if there's any contaminations. And there's so many. Don't ever drink water out of the hose. There's parasites in Too there. late. We used to do that all the time. <laughs> but I saw one little black one that was just like, it was scary looking, man. Like, <laughs> I was like, that thing would crawl up my penis and make me throw up yeah. for three days. <laughs> this is what I've been shitting worms. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that's a story. Um, I mean, we're technically a little bit over time. Good, let's quit. <laughs> you don't have anything pith good. pithy to go out on? All right, then. We'll wrap it up if you don't got anything else. Um, well, everybody, thank you very much for, this, for listening again and watching again this week. Um, if you will, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe on your YouTube or podcast service of choice. Give us thumbs up, um, comments, positive reviews, and why not follow us just for the hell of it on Twitter. Guys, where can people find you on the Twitter? Uh, at a name for this, too, and that's number two. At unsolicited S U G. And you can find me at Zach Jones Live, Z A C H J O N E S L I V E. And that is going to do it for all of our shenanigans and poppycock this week. Please, please, please tune in again next week. Bye, guys. Take care. Have a good one.